Hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. I am Bali and today I have two amazing guests, Nicholas and Marius. Guys, welcome to Burning Questions. How's it, Bali? Hi, Bali. No? Okay, there you go. Um, so guys, today I have a question from Anonymous and her question goes, why must the youth vote in the coming municipal elections when voting does not seem to be working in this country? And there is no party that is worth voting for. So why bother? Marius, what do you think? Well, I think voting is very important. Um, it's <laughs> one of the ways that ordinary people can bring change in South Africa. And people might say that it, uh, it doesn't uh, create change, but it definitely does. We've seen that uh, lots of people think the ANC doesn't listen to voters, but it actually does. There are actually lots of examples where the ANC has seen that it could be close to losing a municipality or an area, and then it starts mm -hmm. doing things like getting rid of corrupt people or incompetent people. I think a very good example is in Nelson Mandela Bay or Port Elizabeth, or I'll give it a bash, I probably <laughs> mutilated that. <laughs> Sorry. I'll just call it Nelson Mandela Bay for to yes. easier for everybody. So uh, before the 2016 municipal elections uh, there in Nelson Mandela Bay, uh, things were being run very well by the ANC. They had uh, quite a useless mayor and so on. And then the ANC realized that they're going to be, there was a real chance of the DA beating them there. So they brought in Daniel Ordan to be the mayoral candidate. And Daniel Ordan, whatever you think of his politics, he's pretty, he used to be head of SAFA, the South African Football Association, has been involved in lots of other things, and he's uh, quite a competent uh, person and a good administrator. And at the end of the day, the ANC still lost the election in Nelson Mandela Bay, but it showed that they do often... Uh, look to they they do um take pressure from voters seriously sometimes not all the time but the only way if you are unhappy with how things are going in your municipality the only way you can uh, change things is to go vote and there are so many people that don't go vote in the last election in uh, in the last national election 2019 there were 20 mm -hmm. million south africans who were eligible to vote so this was south african citizens over the age of 18 who didn't vote that's 20 million people that's more there we go and Miley was one of them that's more people than voted for the ANC. So there are mm. so many people out there who oh. might, might not be happy with the status quo, but there are lots of also people need to go do their research and go have a look around. I was just looking uh, before the show in the 2016 municipal election in Joburg, mm -hmm. which is our uh, municipality with the biggest population, there were nearly 30 parties people could choose from. And then if we go down to Langsburg, which is the municipality in South Africa with the smallest population, that nearly had 10 parties that people could choose from. So there's lots of options for people to look at. And you know, it's even if you if you don't see, um, if still not one party, uh, if you don't agree with one party, remember you don't, mm -hmm. no party will ever, uh, you won't agree with one party completely. You just have to agree yeah. with the person, with a party that you agree with the most and then go vote for them. And as I said, mm -hmm. that's the only way that change will happen in South Africa is, is if you go vote. And also, I mean, it's a cliche, but uh, there's lots of people fought for our right to vote or for the right of all South Africans to vote. People went to jail for it, people died. So it's very important rights and people should definitely exercise it. It's the people died for me, but okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to have to end up repeating some of what Mara said there because he said it exactly right. Uh, mm -hmm. Places in the world where elections are competitive. So in other words, where governments change often and where governments have to work really hard to make sure they win an election, where you don't mm -hmm. know the outcome in advance are almost always better run than countries uh, where the opposite is true, where you always know where the, the, 
the government or who the government is going to be. And that's not just true at a national level, but if you look at sort of more regional elections, um, where it tends to be far more the case that you have uh, non-competitive elections, um, places that are dominated by one party, and it doesn't matter whether that party is left-wing or right-wing for too long, get complacent, they get lazy, they get dysfunctional, they get corrupt. And so voting is the best way to change it. Protesting, violence, boycotts, tax revolts, all these other things are Mm -hmm. inferior to changing a party at the ballot box. Uh, Changing parties at the ballot box sends a far stronger message to politicians in democratic systems than basically anything else you can do. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just want to also echo what what Mario said there. You know, the reality Mm -hmm. is the world is a complicated and a messy place. You're never going to find a party that perfectly aligns with you. Uh, often it's just as legitimate to vote for a party to make sure that another one doesn't win um, mm-hmm. as it is to vote uh, for a party to make sure that it does win. Um, but with that said, I think most South Africans would be surprised if they actually went and looked into the nitty-gritty details, especially of the big parties, and mm-hmm. and what they, what they propose, what they think about, what they think can actually fix the country, um, what their track record is in... in uh, in any in government, you'll find actually there probably is a party that it might not perfectly align with what you believe, but it can come mm-hmm. pretty close. And uh, you, most of them have websites. You can go and read their policies. You can read their media statements. Uh, a lot of the big parties, especially the EFF, the ANC, the DA, and sometimes even the IFP or, or some of these other parties, they have um, branches which you can go and speak to members of the party and see whether mm-hmm. they can actually convince you um, that their party is worth supporting. And when people say, you know, voting is not working, well, that's because you have to use your vote effectively. If you vote for the same party every single time, yeah. you're not really making any kind of difference, right? Um, and, and I like this yeah. question because it's one that we hear all the time in politics, yeah. uh, in South African politics, particularly from young people. Um, now, I think, I think that that's actually kind of normal because young people everywhere in the world don't vote that much. Um, yeah. And... Uh, I, I think I think that if young people really, uh, before before they cast their judgment on on voting, they need to at least mm-hmm. give it a try. And that means okay. maybe be happy with the way things are running. Vote for an opposition party, any of them. Pick mm-hmm. the one that's closest to to what you believe in, but vote mm-hmm. for that party. Change the government, and then see what happens. And then see what happens. Okay, I think what I'm kind of taking from this is that you need to do your research. Um, and the fact that the youth is lazy. Mm. Thanks, Nicholas. Um, but yeah, Marash, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> yeah, I'd also say um, before local government elections, uh, normally what happens is, uh, I mean, I'm not sure if it happens all over the country, but I definitely know in the area where I live, Ikurileni, uh, mm-hmm. definitely before the last government election, what happened was in the ward I was living, uh, all the ward candidates, all the, all the candidates standing for that particular ward were brought together mm-hmm. And uh, there was a meeting at uh, one of the schools there in the evening, seven o'clock, whatever it was. And then just anybody who lived in the ward could then go to that meeting that night and then ask the different candidates, what are you going to do for my ward? Why should I vote for you? And I think uh, so people should definitely keep their eyes open in their local media or, uh, you know, online, just on Facebook for the local area uh, on Facebook and whatever you on social media and the normal uh, community newspapers that you get and keep an eye out for that kind of thing. I'm sure that. That'll, a lot of that stuff will be happening reading, reading uh, leading up to the 26, I mean, 2021 municipal election. And then people should definitely use, I mean, they have a right to know why they should vote for people. And people 
they, yeah. uh, you know, different candidates. They need to they need to uh, persuade you to vote for them. They're not they're not mm -hmm. just going to put on an ANC badge or DA badge or EFF badge. They're going to say, "This is why you're going to vote for me. This is what I'm going to mm -hmm. do for your ward and for the people who live here, and whatever the case is." So people need to go do their research, and they also need to go interrogate the people who want your vote. Maybe your vote mm -hmm. is uh, it's your vote is something that you shouldn't give away easily. It should be something that yeah. uh, people need to earn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I've heard you loud and clear, guys. So I am voting um, this October, and I hope you at home, um, Nicholas and Maris, have managed to convince you and to change your mind, um, and you will be voting like me in October. Um, Nicholas and Maris, thank you so much for joining me. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks, Bali. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Bali.